0: Here's
1: Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! It! They win it! Don't you open your mouth about the best. I'm going to send it for you real quick. L-O-B!
2: Listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Lewis gets it to LeBron
1: for three for the win. Yes!
2: LeBron James and the
1: buzzer mindset when you stepped in the batter's box. Go yard. I mean, (laughs) I'm a pitcher. Why not swing as hard as I can? I got nothing to lose. It's nothing to man above. Don't put you in situations that you can't handle. Instead of saying, why me? They're saying, this is what he want me to do. And, uh, Cleveland! This is for you! The way we approach the game is the same way we approach life. You do the right thing. You make the right play. Make the right play. And life is the same thing. What do you feel in your heart is the right thing to do? And you do that. You know, it seems so simple, but sometimes the simplest things are the hardest things to do. And, um, uh, I think it's just that. Welcome to what the game
0: Me to me. What's going on, y'all? What's going on? Back with another episode today. What the game means to me, of course, got Thad here. We'll have a special guest coming in. Well, not really special, got, yeah. got later on, um, you know, to help us talk sports. So, uh, gonna be covering a lot today. Uh, Sports Week in Review, Bell and Brown Hour. We're gonna uh, go over some of the college football games that we, uh, you know, like this week, go through the college football playoff rankings that came out last week. Um, we're also gonna compare it to um, one of my one of the guys that's on the network that we're on, uh, off the ball network, Jeff. He puts out his own power rankings, so we're gonna kind of compare them and uh kind of you know see which ones we like better, and then uh, of course go through some of the NFL games that we saw this past weekend as well. Um, Denver Saints played without a quarterback; no one threw over for a hundred yards. Then um, also Nate Robinson and Mike uh, Mike Tyson, Nate Robinson, Jake Paul, Mike Tyson, and uh, R.J.J. fight as well. So like I said, a lot to cover. Um, we'll have a special guest coming in later on, but uh, we're going hop right into it um, first talking college football one of the games that was on my radar I'm a Carolina guy more so basketball but I'll, I'll root for their football teams ever uh here and there but this game really had I guess big implications of the college football playoffs if Carolina was able to knock off Notre Dame it'll uh, cause the uh a stir in the college football playoff rankings but uh you know Notre Dame was able to hold them off so that would uh what did you think about this game and um kind of what did you see
1: Uh, I watched most of this game. Um, It was a pretty good game to start. Uh, Based off the first quarter, I thought it was going to be a shootout. Like, I thought both teams were going to put up maybe 50. But uh, as the Mm -hmm. team got settled in, it was a pretty good game. Notre Dame, they're better than I thought. And their quarterback, Ian Book, is one of the better quarterbacks that we don't talk about enough. Maybe he doesn't have the biggest, you know, the stats, the 50 touchdowns, stuff like that. But he makes some plays. He extends plays. He makes smart decisions. And he's a good leader for their team. But uh, overall, you know, they played well. North Carolina's offense is high, high-powered, and Notre Dame was able to contain them basically after the first quarter. So that goes to show a lot with them. And just overall, they they had a pretty pretty good performance. They started slow, but as they settled in, uh, they looked like the much better team, and they came out on top by a couple of scores. Uh, I like what I'm seeing from them. I'm not really sleeping on Notre Dame that much this year, even though they beat Clemson. Their one really big win was without Trevor Lawrence, but they look pretty good.
0: I thought, it, well, not really a trap game. I really thought North Carolina could come out on top in this one, but um, they kind of, no, they weren't even able to do it, but I was like, they kind of proved kind of like the team that they are. They they have offensive of weapons everywhere, but defensively they still struggle. They're really young. Besides, I think their linebacker core they have a few seniors or juniors, but um, like you said, they started out hot. Both teams actually scored back-to-back touchdowns really quick, so I thought it was going to be a high-scoring game as well. But um, then second half came, it kind of became a little bit more of a defensive game, and Booker was able to, like we said, make make more of the extra plays than uh, Howell was able to. Like that little flip pass, I was so pissed. Uh, <laughs> what you call it, a linebacker buddy slipped in coverage and just let him catch, let the uh, tight end catch him. Like, bro, yeah. that's. To me, that was sorry. That's, like, sorry type shit to me. I'm like, there's no way you should let that happen. Like, he was extending. It's, the ways he was extending plays, like, it's like they were right there and they had them, but they just was doing, like, weird stuff to it. was like they didn't get him. So I'm like, what the hell? But, like I said, it was, uh, I guess, Notre Dame, like you said, they uh kind of show, like, why they're number two uh, ranked in the conference playoffs uh, right now. Um, Their offense, they're able to put together. Long drives, sustaining drives, they're able to – you know, stretch out plays and they're able to make things happen when when, uh, when they can. Yeah, here comes our not really special guest. We got a, uh, I don't even know what to yo, call him, scrubby yo. buddy over here. I don't know, you got, a, you got a, what is it, a towel on your head? Yeah, introduce oh, yourself.
1: Here. Introduce yourself, Devin.
2: Yeah, introduce yourself, Dev. I'm in here. My name's Dev. Y'all can call me Devo, and I'm going to tell you today what the game means to me you feel what's the game mean to you sir the game is everything the game is life the game is death the game is happiness the game is sadness the game giveth. the game take away
1: everybody tried to yeah, be you a poet
2: a lot of that. i know right now nah, what well, was y'all you talking about though my internet was running through a string
0: nah you're good we were talking about the carolina nor the game uh Notre dame game first um but my guy jeff hopped in he said both lines for Notre dame are rock solid and that's uh that is true that's pretty much where the game was won and lost, like I said, the North or what you call it, North Carolina's, uh, offense was able to get two quick scores, but you know, they were able to adjust real quick and pretty much run attack and the air attack. They pretty much shut all that down. So, um, yeah, but sure. what,
2: what was your, what was your thoughts if you watched the game at all? there? I mean, like Jeff said, the lines dominated. I think, uh, Notre Dame had, I know at least 150 yards rushing. And mm-hmm. then North Carolina didn't score in the second half. Like, yeah. uh, they got shut out, so they definitely dominated that game. And Ian Book did his thing managing the game, really.
0: No yeah. turnovers
2: on either side, so that was good, I guess.
0: Yeah, so overall, I was just hoping North Carolina upset them. I just want some type of stirring in the uh, playoff rankings, but we'll get to that uh, in a second. Before we uh, touch on that, just another game, we had the Iron Ball, which kind of flew under the radar a little bit just because Auburn hasn't been as good as they were last year, and pretty much Alabama has dominated in all phases of the game. In every game this year. So uh, I think the score is what, 45 to 13, something like that? Yeah, 42. Um, that would, a a 42 13. Yeah, yeah. That would you, uh, what did you see from this game?
1: Um, pretty much a beat down. What we expected, uh, Mac Jones has just been good all year. Uh, he had another five touchdown performance. They're pretty much unstoppable, to be honest. And, uh, they got up big early and just ran off with it. It wasn't, I expected this to happen. Uh, Bo Nix is not a very good quarterback to me, and I'm not really a yeah. big fan of Gus Malzon's system. So until they, get a new coach or change up their scheme or system, I see the same thing happening every time they match up at the end of November. But uh, it's everything I expected. I expect them to keep rolling and Auburn to keep struggling in this system.
2: Divo, what uh, would you see? Not for sure. Alabama had it going on both, like both ways of attack. Najee, I think he had three TDs, no, two TDs, one. Either way, he was going <laughs> off. I know he had over 90 yards rushing. Yeah, Bo Nix threw two picks. And all game, Alabama was having what they wanted. And their coach wasn't even on the sideline. So agreeing with yeah. that, Mal- Malzahn, definitely, he got some soul searching to do. Yeah. This one,
0: I don't want to finish what you were saying.
2: I was saying they were touting Bo Nix to be the best thing mm-hmm. since, I don't want to say Nick Marshall, but since <laughs> Nick Marshall. So yeah. Yeah. something got to happen. Yeah.
0: He hasn't had the greatest of years or hasn't had a great year at all pretty much um was it I don't know it's the second third third loss I want to say so yeah they're pretty much they're pretty much out of any type of conversations of anything in the SEC um, this one I think mean, like I said I watched a few minutes of it and then I kind of just turned I already knew what was gonna happen pretty much like y'all said it, I would have dominated all phases I think after that uh wide open throw they threw it uh was it Jalen Smith or was it uh oh yeah Jalen Smith because Waddle's out Yeah, I I turned. I was like, "There's no reason for me to watch anymore." I kind of know what's going to happen. So,
2: but uh, those are two explosive plays. They just lack explosive plays down the field. They got so much speed and size, really, for them to not be able to score or at least move the ball like they need to is definitely a problem Mm -hmm.
1: down there.
0: What y'all think of Mac Jones as a quarterback, though? Like, I guess draft wise, I like him.
1: I like him one because he's from Jacksonville, so I'll be a fan of him regardless. Oh, dude, but uh <laughs> he's he's a sleeper, bro. He's just moving up the draft boards, like he's doing everything to did in his first season. Really, like I, I haven't compared the numbers, but I'm pretty sure they're the same. Every week I look up, he's like twenty-three for twenty-nine, four TDs. You know, every week there's no drop off. Uh I think he has another year, so I've I think he should stay, but if he plays how he's been playing this year and carries it over into next year, I could see him being uh, a, at least a a day two pick, maybe even moving himself into a first round draft pick. But we'll see over time. But is I like he a I'm dark thinking. horse for the Heisman. Or, uh, I mean, that's a good. I think good so. Guy. His numbers. I have to go look at his numbers, but I know he 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 probably has like what thirty five TDs to about four picks. Like his ratio is crazy right now. He's yeah, he's, he's had a good season, but we'll see.
0: For sure, yeah, for I sure. you know I'm going. My guy Trask, I think he's gonna pull it out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what you got to say? Don't get me started on Florida, bro. I don't even, bro. No, uh, that's a whole. <laughs> what's
0: that's your topic. what's your Tennessee your Tennessee uh
2: volunteers doing this year?
1: Jelani got it this year, bro. Neither of our teams can really say much.
2: My volunteers are struggling, but we knew we we're gonna struggle, bro. Guarantano, Guarantano. no, this was supposed to be y'all year. Y'all came in ranked. Bro, it was only what thirty teams when we started playing. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure, we was gonna be ranked. <laughs> but now nah, Tennessee, we need we need a quarterback. Harrison Bailey. They said he's not ready yet. So I guess we'll we'll see next year. That's all I know. I'm done with Tennessee. Keep if he ain't going. ready
0: this year. What, what what's the difference? I don't think like, he had he a camp. Make a difference? Not even a
2: year. I don't think he had a camp. <laughs> I think he was late getting onto the campus. Guantano's played like 1,100 games for us. He was the safe option. So I'm not mad at Pruitt for continuing to run him out there. Just disappointed. Like, I, I know you're not uh you're not really used to success over there anyway, so it's all
0: right. We're gonna um, move on. <laughs> We're gonna move on to the playoffs, college playoffs. This is the first rankings that we have. Obviously, the other ones will come out tonight. Um, but found a little screenshot. One to twenty five. I know it's gonna change obviously tonight. But uh what was your reactions from the uh I guess the first first batch of the college football uh you know, playoff rankings and uh who do you think was too high, too low? I'll start this one off.
2: I can honestly tell you I like this. I like the top four. I think that, you know, Ohio State obviously has to get eligible to get to their uh championship game. But as far as talent and the performance of the season, I think the playoff committee did right on this one. The first batch at least.
1: Oh uh, yeah, I, I agree. I like I don't I like them the ranking. This is a couple of teams that wouldn't be in there if everybody was playing, not to slight coastal, because one of my teammates from Charleston Southern actually transferred there and he's balling this year receiver. But I mean, I like it. It's not bad. I feel like Clemson. I don't know. Like I know Notre Dame beat Clemson head to head, but I just feel like with Trevor Lawrence, that wouldn't be the case. Yeah. Texas a They I only like lost it. one game.
2: Yeah, you're right. You're right. And the loss was to the number one team. Yeah. So
0: like, this yeah. is my question,
2: though. This is my question to you guys. Cincinnati. Uh, there. I I looked it up. They're winning their games on average by three touchdowns. Uh, they beat there. They beat UCF. I thought that was going to be a tough game for them. They ended up sliding that one through. If they win out, do they jump over? Let's say a Florida who loses to Alabama in the conference championship game.
1: A Florida with two losses, maybe, but a Florida with one loss, no. No, for
2: sure, yeah, for sure. Florida, 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 yeah, yeah. Florida
0: with one loss beat Alabama in the SEC championship. They're in. They'll yeah. make a case for Alabama in, and then depending on what happens with Notre Dame and Clemson. If Clemson beats Notre Dame. It's possible they might put them two in two. So y'all just yeah, say really, two, yeah. two SECs,
2: two ACC teams.
0: Is if it happens like that, if both if both play each other again, and then or not both play each other again, but Florida plays Alabama and wins an SEC championship, and then Clemson beats Notre Dame in the ACC championship, I feel like they'll make a case for all four of those teams. It it kind of but still with the Big Ten with Ohio State, like obviously they just they're, they might be the odd Man out depending like if that happens, but. If, uh, I don't know, it really just depends, like, like you know, COVID and everything, throwing everything off. They don't only play, like, four games. You know, college football playoffs might duck that against them. So, like, who knows? I, don't, I just don't see Cincinnati getting in really any type of way, in my opinion. But, like Jeff just said, he just, actually just, I was just about to say it. He said Cincinnati needs Ohio State to be ineligible, ineligible probably. So, more yeah, than likely, sure. that's for the only sure. reason. Only way I can see them getting in, in my opinion.
2: And that Michigan State yeah, game, it's really between these 1 to 6. That yeah. Michigan State game got canceled with Ohio State, didn't it?
1: They might be playing this mm-hmm. week. I know the game last week did, but this yeah. week they might play. Yeah,
0: I think it's, yeah, I think they're supposed to play this week or yeah, I think they're supposed to suit up this week and play. But yeah, I really I don't see any I mean, Jeff is going to be fun cuz Jeff actually has a few uh he does a few like crazy scenarios that uh that could possibly happen. I think he's going to put some out tonight. Um but Honestly, the way, the way Northwestern played this past weekend, losing Michigan State, they're done. Georgia was too high for me. Um, I don't think Miami could really make a way after Notre Dame won. I don't think they have a way to
2: get in either. So
0: I feel like it's really just one through six, depending on like
2: what shakes out. Honestly, I this think y'all are disrespecting those Bearcats, but that's just my personal opinion.
1: <laughs> this is just a weird yeah, no year, respect like, for me.
0: Who they play, they play? Somebody quick. Uh, somebody they
2: play somebody close. Uh last week and almost I think
1: lost. It was UCF. They have a UCF, top 25
2: yeah. game uh this week. They play Tulsa this week, so we'll see.
1: Is Tulsa would they really be top 25 if Yeah, that's what I'm, saying. yeah.
2: Hey, I'm just telling you who's on the board, baby. I'm just telling you <laughs> who's on the board, who plays who. Texas A&M also has Auburn this week, so we'll see about that one too.
0: Yeah, hopefully they can rebound. I mean, yeah, if uh Texas A&M squeaks out a win, it's possible like, you know, even like like I said, however everything plays out, um, that they might not be looked at. Like I said, depending on how they win against Auburn. But uh, this is actually Jeff's playoff rankings, which I agree a little bit. I agree with a little bit. He does his a little bit differently. Kind of. Uh, um, I wish I had him on the show to kind of explain it, but he does his a little differently. He kind of like he, he'll duck if like if certain teams aren't playing games, then he'll kind of deduct that against them. Cause like one week Clemson was like at number five, I believe. Um, so I like it because obviously my Gators are at four, but uh, kind of what do you think this compared to uh,
2: to um, what you call it, the regular college playoff
0: uh, rankings?
2: You can start this one off that. I got to look to uh-huh. see what Jeff's smoking. He must have smoking this BYU pack. Hold on. <laughs> uh, nah, no BYU I like, pack.
1: The rankings aren't they, it's not that bad, but for me, I always go with head-to-head. Like if you beat a team straight up, they should not be in front of you, so we can – we Can put Ohio State at number four and put and put Florida at six and M at five. And I just only reason why I agree with the Clemson one is because with Trevor Lawrence, they would have won that game. Not saying, uh, I can't even say his name, but uh, BJ, he didn't play a bad game, but I just feel like they would have opened up the playbook more with Lawrence, there would have been more options there, etc. So
2: I'm they not, score 40 gotta, points. They yeah, I'm 40 saying, points. Though, right. I just
1: feel like I, I just have a feeling that they would have won with Lawrence, but I don't really have a problem with the BYU. They haven't played anybody for real, but they've been winning and their quarterback Zach Wilson is uh, pretty exciting. But uh, I, if anything, I'd put them at 10 because Oklahoma has been playing some good for ever since they lost those two early games and have Miami at number nine, even though they're not a good team. They just don't play anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said, "Uh,
0: Florida gets the edge because they uh Florida gets the edge because they get to play Bama. Because yeah, more than likely we're gonna win out the rest of our games. I have to play is, Bama. And SEC is that a so is that
2: a privilege or a punishment sense. though? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's but, definitely about to be a privilege.
0: It's so gonna be s- a privilege. It's gonna be a punishment on their end. I think it's gonna be a closer game than people thinking. Like
2: it'll be a shootout. Really,
0: Kyle Pitts is probably the best wide receiver slash tight end prospect for sure in the draft. Sure. Like." Nobody, I don't think he's a matchup nightmare for anybody, even an Alabama type defense. And I feel like even though we're young on defense, I feel like we can make well. Eventually, when we get to that point, we'll make the adjustments to stop whatever you know Mac Jones is doing. It's like he, he's a, he can be contained. I think we got we got a decent edge rushers to get him. If we as long as we put some pressure on him, we should be fine. And I think we got speedy enough. Uh, what you call it? Corners and uh, safeties to keep up with their wide receivers. So the only problem I see is Najee Harris. But like I said, at that point it's honestly just man to man. Like they're gonna have to buck up and do something about that. But other than that, I feel like they're not like head and shoulders above them, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, Alabama by seven for sure. Like for sure.
1: Now that's being nice though. Y'all y'all have a solid team this year, but y'all defense will get exposed against Bama. Like y'all have offense, but you I mean mean they've
0: already (laughs) been exposed a few times this year. That's what I'm saying. Like by then, I think they've shored up a few things, even though they're like lower quality SEC teams. I think. Like I said, by then I think they'll they'll be straight. Like I said, they, they'll they'll have a game plan, like I just said, instead in place for Mac Jones. Like I said, Najee Harris is really the only guy I'm really worried about on both sides of the ball, honestly.
2: I keep looking through this BYU schedule and I don't see a top 25 team in sight. I don't I have it, no yeah. I have no clue why BYU would be in the top 10 right now.
0: Because they're playing, they're just playing, they said playing sound football. Obviously, you see the record they're not. Obviously, it I guess you can't really. They have to play who's in front of them. It's not like, I guess you can go outside and just be like, you know, playing pickup games against the top six teams in the
2: in the in the uh, country. So it's I mean, it, it, not it that's sense. fair. That's fair. But it's when I see great. Texas State and Western Kentucky and North <laughs> Alabama, three out of four weeks, that's not a top ten team. Uh, it's not in no way, shape, or form. <laughs> yeah, that's my like only say, problem with well, this Well, you'll one.
0: probably he'll be on. We'll probably have him on at some point. He'll be able to obviously. Blank. Like I said, say, I, I he does his a little bit different. Like I said, it's really just it's, it's that which is understandable. I can see why they're in their eighth. What were they in? Um, let me
2: say, let me go back. I want to say they were eighteen. Is that what they were?
0: They're 14th. they they're fourteenth 14? here. Yeah. They're fourteenth here. Yeah, but they probably they might end up. You know, who knows where they'll be placed tonight? So we, we just have to kind of wait and see.
1: But He's, I see oh, nobody like outside he the He said club. I had to put
0: B.R.U. in because the committee loves them, which is true. That's fair. I had to put him in because the committee loves them for the some reason. So oh, for sure. He got it. He got it. Just being subjective across all our lanes. Yeah. But uh real quick, um, uh, like I said, we'll talk about that more later on. But uh switch over to the NFL. Um uh, first game I kind of wanted to talk about, of course, was the one I feel like shouldn't have happened. The one against the Saints and Broncos. Really no quarter, you know, no quarterback play i think they combined i don't know if i saw it right i think someone said they combined for like 91 yards passing for sure um yeah i think it was no touchdowns i forgot how many turnovers maybe two i think uh kendall like i think he threw two picks so well uh what'd y'all see from this, Devin or uh or Thad? You can start furry.
1: Yeah, let me start this one off. Uh, which is it's kind of crazy. I went to a camp in North Carolina in Charlotte, and Kendall Hinton was playing quarterback at the time, and I just remember him because of his dreads he had at the time. So that's just a little quick fact. Like he, he could spin the ball, but this was just asking for too much. They let him know on Saturday that he was playing quarterback, he got no <laughs> practice reps, like he didn't even pretty sure he watched film, but he didn't get to really get any First team grabs. I don't know. Like, he just – this was tough. And the fact that he accepted this challenge was, you know, I I admire him for that. But it was – everything that happened was expected. The NFL is not easy, as you can see. So Uh,
2: where do you place the blame? Is it on the coaching staff for not enforcing protocols? Is it the quarterbacks uh, for not wearing masks?
1: It's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both because I know there's every team has some people that don't wear masks in the building, like not saying they don't have it on at all, but there's some times where they take them off when they're supposed to have them on. So it just happened like mm. the Broncos sending a video to the league saying are are they good? Like they sent them the video of the quarterbacks in a room without masks on, and that's how the whole thing happened. So if they didn't mm. say anything, they'd be playing. But it's just I I don't know. It's it's a little bit of both. Uh they got what they deserved. And it was just it's unfortunate. I'm glad they don't have to go through that again. But moving over to the Saints side, um this week's show, what I was talking about last week, he looked good versus the uh the Falcons for some odd reason. But uh this week was the Taysom Hill I expected, you know, not a good pass, not a good natural passer. Without play action, he's very he can't do much, he can't read the field very well, and he can't make the anticipatory throws that he's supposed to make. So is he the quarterback
2: of the future? Is he the uh, Saints quarterback moving forward? Definitely well, not of course uh, after Drew.
1: Uh, definitely not. I don't know why he's starting over Jameis. I still don't know why, but Sean Payton said he just wants to see. So we'll see. But if he's the starting quarterback when they kick off in 2021, once Drew Brees uh, puts the cleats away, I'm going to have a big problem. It looks like they, they've
2: they been scheming for him, though, bro. It looks like Sean has a plan and they've scored, what, 20 at least 24 points in the last two games. So I don't know, man.
1: That's true, but is that the offense you want to run for the next seven years? Like I know it's boring. It doesn't matter as long as you're winning. But you got Mike Thomas out there; he's not going to be happy for much longer. So Ooh, is he, he?
2: Is he this? Yeah. Is he this generation's Tebow or what? Um, <laughs> I say he, he looked like yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: he's I wouldn't he's go Tebow. that far, but I mean, but Tebow. I mean, Tebow in his time playing. I mean, obviously he got a nice little playoff win. Well, he took it to the playoffs, with twice? Oh, um, Jesus. He was, he, he was viable. I don't think
1: – I feel like uh, All I'd right. rather right, have Jelani. Tebow
0: over, over Taysom. I mean, oh. I think I would have Tebow over Taysom, honestly.
1: I just got to throw this You in would there. have Taysom over Tebow? I got to just throw this in there real quick, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, When ahead. He was in Denver. the co- There was a report that the coaches told the defensive players don't pick off the ball. So, I don't want to – there's no comparison. Like it basically said, be nice. Don't mess up his confidence,
0: bro. I don't care about none of that. But he got a playoff win, Pittsburgh Steelers. Like I said I think it took him took it to the playoffs. I twice. mean, technically, he was he wasn't he wasn't the answer. I'm not saying he's the answer. I'm just comparing Taysom Hill to Tebow. Like which one I would want?
2: Technically like, now, I saw Taysom Hill basically seal a playoff game like last year. So he played good. If you're talking about the Vikings, yeah. So I don't know. Like I don't. I didn't
0: see all. I all I know is results. That's all I know. I didn't see him steal anything. I saw Minnesota winning because I saw Kevin Rudolph catching a touchdown in the back of the end zone. So that's what I saw. I don't know what you guys are. He don't play defense. I'm seeing something.
2: He's not. He don't play defense. I'm just telling you, he was out there making plays. That's all I'm saying.
0: I mean, he got. He can. He can be out there and make three to four plays a game but he can't be out there making every single play he has to touch the ball every single down on offense that's not going to work that's not happening y'all see this week i feel like this week falcons will have an answer for him because they only had like three four days maybe to uh prepare for him i think we all thought Jameis was going to be the starting quarterback but obviously it didn't turn out that way so i feel like this week especially coming off the type of win that they had against uh the raiders i think they'll be more prepared uh, for any type of Taysom Hill antics that they got going on. So sure, for that's, sure. Just, that's just my opinion. Real quick, we'll move on to one more game, or not one more game. We'll talk about the NFL a little bit more. But uh, I had to put this picture up there because he actually shook his hand, uh, mm-hmm. Mahomes and Tom Brady. What uh, what, what do we think about this one?
2: I can tell you personally, when I saw Tyreek Hill backflipping to the end zone, I knew I didn't have to watch this game anymore. I knew that for a fact. That's the best offense in the NFL. That's the best quarterback in the NFL, Patty Mahomes. And I there's nothing offense is gonna beat defense any a million times in this league. This day and age, they can't be stopped. Can't be stopped.
1: I pretty much agree with everything he said. Uh it was a the Bucks defense played better a little bit down the stretch because they only scored, I think, 10 points for after the first quarter. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, what he said, this offense is too explosive. Um, I picked them to repeat at the beginning of the year, and I'm feeling more and more confident. Like, their defense plays well in certain games. They're inconsistent, but when they play well, they play well. And, uh, yeah, they're unstoppable, man. You got a great play caller, a great head coach in Andy Reid that's going to set all his guys up to get the ball. Everybody gets the ball, literally. Robinson, Kelsey, Hardman, Allaire, Hill, the ball is just spread around. Maybe on Bell has some good uh, carries in. In the game, but yeah, man, they're unstoppable. It just showed me what I needed to know. I wanted to see them against a somewhat decent defense, with defense with a good front seven, and uh, yeah, they just proved to be unstoppable. I don't see anybody stopping them. I, I really don't. Maybe, maybe Pittsburgh because of their defense, but they keep this up, I see them repeating. And on the Buck side, Tom Brady, he's I wouldn't say he's washed, but he has more weapons than he had last year, and he's. He looks like his numbers are better, but does he really look better than he did last year? I'm a little confused about Tom Brady, and I feel like he's declining somewhat.
2: I think he, I think that pressure's getting to him. I'm seeing Tom get hit more this year than I've seen like Mm -hmm. the past 20 combined. So, Mm -hmm. I, and and then they said with, um, Bruce Arians offense they said like the first couple years or the first year I was looking at some stat uh, the QBs that he's had they've had career highs and interceptions at least so I think it's a more of an adjustment period for Tom not to say that you know they're just world beaters but I think he'll get a little better as they get more and more involved in the offense get Antonio going figuring out protections and whatnot and his backs can't catch Mm -hmm. His running back struggle catching yeah. the ball. And <laughs> I going was just back, about
1: to add that yeah. real quick. Um, yeah, they
2: need to throw LaShawn in there then.
1: Yeah, he's used to having, you know, the Rex Burkhead, James White. Uh, what was the guy mm-hmm. he had back then? Kevin Falk back in the day. Like, those receiving type backs. Mm-hmm. Leonard Fournette's not that. Rojo can do it a little bit. And Leonard Fournette caught the ball a lot for the Jaguars last yeah. year, but that's not that's not his style of play. So, yeah, yeah. I agree with Devin but he has no yeah, excuse.
0: On everything y'all just said,
1: yeah, he has no excuse. All those weapons, he has three. I don't know if Chris Godwin's the number one, but three number one receivers, two decent tight ends, and two decent running backs. What else can you I ask
0: for? I feel like, like you just said, I think that's a big, that's a big point. His back cannot catch with anything. I remember, I don't know, it might it wasn't this week. I think it was last week. Yeah, like you just said, Fournette can't catch. I think they threw it to him two, three times in a row, and he dropped, he dropped both or all three of them. So, I think that, like you said, that. Learning the playbook, like uh uh Dev just said, I think it's going to take him a year. And then, like you said, like, like that bailout, that check down type stuff that he's normally used to in, in New England when things aren't working you know, down the field with his receivers, his backs can't catch and they can't make plays, like I said, unless they're literally running the ball. So, like I said, it's just going to be a struggle all around for him this year. Somebody else is tuning in. Brady was the weapon, but lacks the cohesion he had in New England. Uh, for sure, exactly. for sure. Everybody, yeah, everybody just coming in. It's really everybody's first year. Not everybody's first year besides, you know, Mike and uh, Godwin, but everybody coming in and playing all together. Obviously, they added Gronk into the mix. He already said, it, yeah, running backs can't catch. Obviously, they added Gronk into the mix as well. They still – well, they had Bray. They had um, – what you call it? But he's hurt for the year. Howard. Uh, yeah. OJ. There's a lot of weapons overall. And I think it's just like adjusted period. I honestly think they're exactly where I thought they would be at. To be honest i think they, i thought they would be about seven and five i think they still make the playoffs obviously but i think they get maybe second round uh second round bounce depending on how everything else shakes out in the nfc i guess they hop back on with the Chiefs, but yeah there's nobody really stopping them with tyree hill had like 60 points in fantasy he had like 200 and something
1: yards 200 i think he had 200 in the first quarter
0: like three tds it's unfair no, it's unfair, so it's unfair. unfair.
2: literally unfair.
0: honestly This is the – I guess I want to uh, touch on the playoff picture real quick. This is the playoff picture at the moment. Real quick, the two uh, things I want to touch on, who do we think gets in at the seventh spot um, in each conference, and then also who do we think – I'll put the slide up next, but who do we think comes out of the NFC East? But first, uh, who do we think takes the seventh spot in each conference? I guess we'll start with the
2: AFC. I think the Ravens take that. I think the Ravens take that from the Colts because they – They've lost some games I feel like they should have won this year. And I think that Lamar and the playmakers he has, and with it being getting a little colder, I think that running game is going to start to boot back up and see more explosive explosive plays down the field from him. So I think the Ravens take that seventh spot for sure.
1: What about in the NFC for you?
2: Uh, NFC, I was looking at it. I don't think much changes. I I don't think – really much changed. I think the next team I saw what was the next team out. I don't want to say uh
1: Minnesota Yeah, I think it James, was Minnesota. Minnesota, Chicago and San Francisco's the game behind the Cardinals. And they all at 5 and 6. So, oh,
2: yeah, I don't see the NFC moving that much. Uh Minnesota, they they go how Dalvin goes. When Dalvin is running well, then they can win, but I I I don't see the nfc moving much what you think that
1: i could see minnesota making a late run or san francisco like they have a lot of players out their quarterback bosa uh some other pieces they have out but they play well at times like they swept the rams at you, and the rams are a quality team uh yeah, for sure. i'm gonna stick with that uh i think nothing really changes unless minnesota get, goes on a tear or san francisco because i don't trust the bears with their quarterback play but uh in the AFC, it's a toss-up. I think Baltimore could replace Miami or Indy, uh, depending on how – for the Colts, it just depends on Phillip Rivers. If he doesn't have bad turnovers at terrible times, they're a good, solid team because they play defense and they control the clock. I could see the Dolphins slipping. Like, their defense is very good, but Tua, he struggled a little bit. He hasn't been as good of a passer as he was in college, and maybe he's just going to come over time. But I could see them going through somewhat of a slump. And with half the team, one Fitzpatrick to start – and half the team, you know, believing in two. I don't know if, it, if the team's all the way locked in. So that could possibly, you know, cause them to drop a few games. We never know. But if I had to pick uh, the, the team that I could see getting replaced, the only two teams are Miami and uh, Indy. And the only team that could replace them is Baltimore. I don't see the Pats making a run with their offense at all. Nah, no, Yeah. And the Raiders, they're yeah. good, but they're inconsistent. Like, they go toe to toe with the Chiefs and then get blown out by the Falcons by 37. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to expect from the Raiders. But when they're on, they're pretty good. But they just got to be more consistent for me to believe in them like that. Cause, you know, this is basic playoff start now, really. Uh,
0: me, AFC moves so much. I don't, I can, I don't even know if I can pick a seven spot. AFC is going to move so much. Um, the Steelers and Ravens thing, which I think we'll probably touch on a little bit. I don't I don't even know what they should even do with that. It was supposed to happen on Thursday. They're supposed to play tomorrow at 340 now. And we might, who knows? They might even move it again. Or- uh-uh.
1: Well,
2: Jelani's internet is running through a string.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just – um let's talk about
2: these Ravens and Steelers. Uh, do you think – I think they had a couple offensive linemen <laughs> on this list, and they had, what, a running back? And Lamar was but on the list too wasn't I he? a
1: lot of people it's Lamar uh Dobbins and Dobbins and um geez Mark Ingram they had I think it was 18 total players and the list keeps rising like I don't think the game will end up getting played I think, you think they like,
2: end up rescheduling it or just you know how they
1: were talking about a potential week 18 I think that's what they do because they can't keep pushing it back because they keep messing up the schedules for like the mm. following weeks
2: were there it's any positives good. today for them
1: I'm sure one going to pop up. They had practice today. I, I think they tried to do a practice today or something, and they plan to uh, head to Pittsburgh tonight. So we'll see. But it's
0: just weird. Honestly, like, I think everybody that, that can get it then got it. You think so? I mean, yeah. I I feel like they'll still probably having to play tomorrow. I feel like it' been so many positives. I feel like everybody that you know got it already then probably didn't got it, and they probably did some type of you know lockdown and kept the rest of the team safe somehow, some way. So, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know why the thing keep kicking me out, but yeah, AFC wise, I don't know. It's gonna be so much movement. Like you said that I think the Tua thing, the Tua Fitzpatrick thing, kind of threw them off. So I think like they might go, they're probably gonna be inconsistent the rest of the way, even though they got a pretty easy schedule. Um, I feel like they get replaced. Browns haven't. They're eight and three. I feel like there's you know not as many games. They have an easy schedule too. There's not as many games for them to really get replaced. They'll probably end up in the six or seven spot. They'll probably end up in the 7th spot honestly, or. Six or seven, but either way, Colts and Titans, they'll probably go back and forth. I feel like I can see the Titans losing one. They're not really supposed to same thing with the Colts. So I feel like in that, in that AFC is going to be so mixed up. I feel like it's going to be totally different from what it looks like right now, uh, once we get to the end of the season. But I feel like at least, well, obviously for sure those top four are going to still be there, but I feel like two of these three um, in the wild card probably will stay somehow. There'll just be some type of movement. NFC wise, I feel like there's a lot of movement there too. Like now, I'm thinking about it. I didn't even realize Cardinals was 65. I thought they was uh what you call it seven and four or uh seven and five. They should um, have been. I forgot they, they had a bad ugly week.
2: loss. Yeah, ugly loss to the Patriots.
0: Yeah. Okay. So and not even realizing that's I kept wondering why people kept saying like right after their buy like Minnesota still has a chance because their schedule is decently easy and they can you know put some wins together and they they're anybody, right there. Bro. Yeah, that's like what I'm saying. They. Can, they could, but Kirk Cousins is gonna mess things up for them, and their defense isn't, you know, as put together as ha- has been in the last few years. So I don't know. It's 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 crazy. I think everything else is kind of, you know, will stay put, but that seventh spot is uh, a little bit more competitive than what I thought because the Cardinals still have to play the Rams twice, and more than likely they're gonna to have to split to kind of keep that wild card spot. Somewhere, know, somehow. for sure, for sure, um, for sure, for sure. They yeah, they, they they lose two to the Rams, it might be over with for them, and then one of these other teams gonna hop in. So, and uh, real quick, I know we only have that for a few more minutes. We'll touch on this real quick and then we'll touch on the fights because I want to uh definitely get that in uh and talk about that. But uh, who
2: do we think comes out of the NFC East? Right now, I think it's gotta be the Washington football team, in my opinion. Quarterback that makes the yeah, least I agree amount with of that. mistakes. Defense is solid, they got a solid front seven, and we saw on Thanksgiving night. I mean, I at least I know for the Cowboys' sake, they, they just don't have it this year, they just don't have it, and it's been that way since the beginning of the season. They're all terrible, don't get me wrong, they're all equally abysmal, but definitely Washington them football team for, sure, <laughs> for me at least.
1: Um, I was at first, Angelani, it's it's been a me. rough day, but um. I don't know. Like, I'm a fan of Carson Wentz, but he's just been, I don't know, this year. Like, I still have faith in him, I, as bad as he's played. I wanted to go with them, and then I wanted to go with the Giants, but with Daniel Jones possibly being out with a hamstring, I don't know, because they've been playing hard. Oh, they've good defense. I didn't even know that. But, uh, yeah, for me, it's, it would be the football team. Their front seven is crazy, like, crazy. They invested so many first-round draft picks in them, and it's uh, finally starting to pay off. Their back end is not that bad. So I just feel like, you know, Alex Smith, we call him check down Alex. He doesn't really throw the ball past 10 yards, but he doesn't turn the ball over. And that's what really matters. If you control clock, you can force some uh, timely turnovers. I think you're in the best position to win. I could see them get on a little roll. You know, if if they play better, if they if they play better on offense, I could see them being hard to stop. But it's a toss-up between the Giants and the Skins for me because the cowboys they just whoa 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 whoa. My fault. The Giants and the football, football team. team. Yeah, but the uh, the Eagles—I don't know—they just don't show me so enough. What, did,
2: did they keep the wrong guy? Did they? Did they keep Wentz over Foles? Is that a mistake or?
1: Because no, I think we're seeing. I guess Foles can only play in Philly, or maybe he can only play during you know. The playoffs because people have to remember before he went on that Super Bowl run, those like I think it was week 15 through 17, he didn't play well. Like they were, he was getting booed against the Raiders. I remember that on Monday night, and he just happened to have a magical run. But I don't think they made the wrong move. His receivers don't get any separation, and I know like that's frustrating as a quarterback because you have to be on time and perfectly accurate with everything, which that's somewhat your job, but your receivers are supposed to help you out a tad. And he's getting no help, and it's looking like they made a big mistake. Uh, taking Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson because he's having a a great rookie season. It, take, yeah, it takes you know, it takes
2: a think. couple seasons sometimes. Like yeah, some-
1: no, I, that's why I'm not saying that because Rager has potential with his speed and big playmaking ability, but he hasn't. It's, you know you know how it is when they had they could have taken Jefferson and they didn't.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they definitely yeah. messed up. Yeah, because we'll he was right there. He literally was right there. And he came off a national championship. Draft. I think. Go ahead, real quick. I was just saying in the my draft, they all had him going to the Eagles. I don't know. I yeah, don't know.
0: that's what i was about to say too. They had him going to the Eagles. So but yeah, clean sweep. I think Washington was gonna take it as well. They just got the most they make like, the least amount. Like you say they got a veteran quarterback, they got a veteran, yeah. They got a veteran quarterback, they got a veteran coach. Um, they got decent weapons, Gibson and uh, you know, McLaurin. Um uh, even Logan Thomas has been stepping up a little bit, and then like you said, they got a scary front seven. So I feel like they just have the the most continuity, even though they don't really have much continuity, but they got the the most leadership and, you know, experience in places where it matters versus the other team. So I think I think they take it out. Well, obviously besides, you know, Dallas offense, but you know, they're they're just in shambles. There's no way they're recovering. And Mike McCarthy, I don't know after i guess next year depending on what they do i don't know i guess they'll give him one more year but you know depending on if they get Dak back and healthy and whatever they do i don't know i just i don't even think he was the right man for the job that's another conversation for another day
1: um, you said Dak,
2: but no, he said mike
0: no back. no not Dak. Oh, mike oh. mccarthy
1: yeah oh, obviously Dak.
0: Was but uh i real quick like i said i had to get into it before uh that takes off but uh i'm gonna talk about the jake paul nate robinson uh Nate Robinson fight. Hopefully he don't kick me out, but I'm about to play it.
2: We call him the eight hitter quitter. (laughs) And it's like, I feel like everything Nate, everything Nate was training for, it went right out the window. (laughs) Oh yeah.
1: When you box, aren't you supposed to train for at least maybe 10 months to a year? They Man. said he only had five months of training. And yeah, like you said, once he got in that ring, he just went straight to street fighting. No, no technique. <laughs> Dude. All <laughs> offense, no defense. He's just running into punches. Like he's not protecting himself.
0: Yeah, I think uh, he was all offense, no defense, pretty much.
2: I just need to know. And I didn't
0: even realize because at first I I missed it. All I, I thought he only got knocked out once, but he got knocked down like
2: four times. And two, he got knocked down. I and believe twice times. in the first round, and that third one in the second round, he was done for. Like look at him. Like what is <laughs> like what do they do? Usually,
1: when you get knocked out, don't you like you know, make them come to you? You know, get your stamina back or whatever it is. He went right back in for the kill and got knocked out. He again. kept
0: going and at him. him yeah, so I don't know what he was
1: trying to prove.
0: But even though like J Paul ain't really like no boxer boxer, like he's been he's had a few professional fights with some nah, other you guys. can tell he has some he's skill been there, training for, sure. for like two years. Like, he has a little bit of experience, even though it might not be that that much, he's been in the ring a little bit, so it's like Nate, I don't know who is training him, but bruh, like you just like obviously you can see you can't just be hopping in a no boxer ring with no gloves, definitely not this, and then just be expecting to win like I know they weighed in and everything, but I feel like, obviously, height wise, I don't think he had five nine to. I think other dude like six foot. I'm pretty sure he outweighed him as well. So right. I don't even know how this even really
2: was a matchup. Like, and they said Nate. They said the Nate, they said like, Nate called him out, and at that point, it's like, I wonder what was going through his head as his face was bouncing off the canvas repeatedly. Like, do y'all see that? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like do y'all see what's going on? Right <laughs> like, he, he has no guard up. I mean, Jake is like, Jake looked at that's the face of a loser.
0: He wanted to stop right there.
2: You ever like, seen he, that? I can't. He really, you ever seen that stop. Chappelle show at that point? He
1: nah, he, he knew once he played a couple of times, he said, Man, I probably should have <laughs> trained harder or something. I don't know, but I, I mean, think this it was a, that
0: like, one, it was a different clip I seen.
1: I think this is a lesson uh, for other people though. So, like you can't just hop in a sport like that. Like you can't just jump from sport to sport, especially boxing. So do I do not think say Jake it.
2: is gonna fight Conor? You think Conor is even gonna put up for that? Like is he even do that? I feel
0: like he. I don't know. I want to say he doesn't entertain it, but Connor's a character himself, so it's like he's it's possible that he entertains it. But I don't know to be honest. Just
2: show me this I last wouldn't think. One. I
0: don't think that's smart. On oh there you go. <laughs> Like just whiffed on it, bro.
2: Teed him up, bouncing like a frog, or like, like y'all see how his legs are limp. Like those legs are mm-hmm. limp. Like he's through-ski. Yeah, yeah, but it
1: wasn't. It wasn't a good look. Uh, it was a lesson for him, though. I, I'm happy for him because he had to like the balls to get in there. But I know he regretted that decision. He said, I'm happy for
2: him. I'll say this: the best, the the MVP of this fight in particular, Snoop. Snoop. <laughs> yeah. Snoop. Snoop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No,
1: I had everybody laughing. I don't I don't yeah. know what they he paid
2: to. To, to commentate and do a whole set, and then like yeah. I don't know what they paid. I was say, yeah, he
0: performed talk. after this. I'd have been like, I don't know if I could have performed, I'd have been just I don't even know. I'd have been stunned laughing something the whole time afterwards. Cause bro really did a whole concert after Nate just got knocked out talking about, <laughs> and Nate talking about he doing it for the for the culture for the NBA players. Like, I'm playing on for like nah, bro. Yeah, I don't know who it was. Man. It was one of the players that tweeted. It was like that wasn't a representation of us, bro. <laughs> like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know who you represented, but it wasn't us. But that junk crazy. And then everybody talking about they wanted Ron Artest to, uh, to uh, what you call it, fight next. But um, Ron Artest
1: already a little messed up in the head. He don't need to get
0: hit no more. For yeah. Yeah. I was, I don't even know if Ron. I, that wouldn't have been no good match either. Ron's like what? At Ron least, Kobe at age. Yeah, like forty two. Something crazy, but uh, the other fight, uh, I know I don't even know I've seen highlights, but I don't know most of us ain't seen them box live. But obviously, we got to see some legends duke it out a little bit. But what what did y'all think? I I thought Roy Jones was gassed after the first round. They both look kind of fast and slow, but Mike Tyson still. I think Mike Tyson moved a little bit better. You got them hands,
2: but he just wasn't really able to land nothing to really. This like, is what i take it over the top. When, when I when Roy Jones. Roy Jones was in there. You see that chicken right there on his on his trunks on the right picture on the right. That's what he was doing. Chicken fight. He'll throw a jab. He I see it. he yeah. throw a left jab sliding to the right. Now, if Mike was a little bit more mobile, I think he would have maybe knocked mm-hmm. Roy Jones out because he could have squared him up and cut off the ring and really <laughs> just ate away at his body. But, you know, exhibition, I guess he didn't want to beat him too bad. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think they definitely signed off on something like not to hurt each other too, too bad. This was, I know they got some money doing it, but to get hit in the head repeatedly at this, uh, at this age, yeah, yeah. I, I think,
0: uh, saying yeah, you know, I think Mike, I really think Mike wanted wanted him though. I feel like he wanted to knock him out a little bit. Like he just seemed like he was more invested in the fight for some reason. Like you said, Roy Jones was kind of like in there a few jabs and kind of <laughs> going up there hugging, like hugging him for about thirty seconds. <laughs> He's trying to survive. Go yeah that's what i'm saying he he knew it too as i say he was definitely gassed after that like first or second round he ain't want no more of uh he wanted no more of tyson but tyson definitely looked fit and like he's like i said he wanted something like just right, this punch definitely. right here he was trying to get him but you know like i said just didn't have enough in the tank to uh really really make it happen but overall it was i guess it was cool at the end that uh i like i like uh buddy's little catchphrase. i told him he need to uh he need uh, to trademark that. He like well, one I just realized a draw. Did y'all uh, agree with the draw, or no. you think one of them won?
1: No, it was if if there was a winner, it was Tyson. That was pretty yeah. obvious. One was what was connecting on body shots, and one mm-hmm. would throw like one or two, and then you know just back away. Yeah,
0: I think they probably. I guess the the, the people probably just came to a consensus. Like we we'll just we we'll just call it a draw. Whatever happens, if as long as there ain't no knockout, we'll call it a draw. But it was cool. He was like, I don't wear draws.
2: Or oh I yeah, take, I don't, or I, I don't, yeah, I don't do draws, yeah.
0: I wear draws. I was like, that's a I don't know what you need to do with that, but that's a phrase right there.
2: <laughs> now shout out to Mike Tyson for on, having on those uh Forrest Gump ones though, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> when Forrest Gump first came out the leg braces, yep. that's what he yep. was rocking.
0: <laughs> exactly. My guy Thad had to leave. I don't know why he ain't say say see y'all later or something, but he had to go catch work. But me and uh me and Deb would finish this one out. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. We might think about adding Devo to the mix. I already added that on board. We might think about adding Devo to the mix. It, it depends. Um, I'll, I'll put a poll up on Twitter and see what the people think. Love me but, or hate uh, me. <laughs> we, uh, we're signing off. Um, let, the, let, let everybody know, I guess, where they can find you, where they can follow you. You probably don't even do that many
2: sports takes, but we'll, we'll, get you, we'll get you acclimated. Don't worry, guys. The next time I come on here, you'll have my whole profile ready to go. Right now, just know I'm Devo. Thad, you already know where to
0: find him. I think it's what Thad Five underscore O Four, something like that. Podcast at WTGMTM Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, not Twitter, Instagram, Instagram and Facebook. What the game means to me as well. Definitely appreciate you for tuning in, tuning okay. in, guys. Appreciate you, Devo, for coming on. Now, I so appreciate you, you for having me, brother.
2: On. Oh yeah, you know it. Enjoy.
0: Got to. Should get. D- uh, I d- I did say I did uh, talk to Devo. I was like, I'm gonna get you on. I need to do a little interview. I, did. I should have worn my little sweatshirt today. Yeah, for um, sure, for sure. Yeah, enjoys going up. Yeah, so shout out D-Lo. shout out those guys, shout out Thad. Appreciate Deb for coming on. Like I said, we'll uh we'll do this again for sure soon. And um, that's another episode of what the game means to me. Appreciate y'all. I right, appreciate it, brother. Have a good one.